our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the Living in the Light podcast, a podcast show that is dedicated to teaching you basic Bible principles to live everyday life through everyday situations. I'm your host, David Akins, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you as we go into our message. Have a blessed day. Today is a topic I want to talk to you about. What table are you eating from? We all eat from somewhere, but what is it spiritually that we are really eating from? Do we eat from the things from our past? Do we take take the time and say, let me eat from the Lord's table before I devour on anything else so that I can have the proper guidance? Truthfully, we don't really do it. If we we really want to tell the truth, half of the time we're like in such a rush, we rush around doing everything else and we miss the mark sometimes and we don't pray before we walk out the house we don't honor god in everything that we do but the question is in everyday life what table are you eating from are we eating from the table of wanting what the other person has are we eating from the table of wanting what our desires want us to have Are we seeking God and not wanting the table that he has prepared for us and eating from the things that he has designed for us? This was something that my life was something that I struggled with in my own life. I wanted what others had, but not what I had. I didn't see the value of the things that I had and the table that I was actually really eating from. I wanted others' tables, and as I was eating from the others' tables, I was never fulfilled. I was always left empty inside, always looking for more, maybe a better relationship. So you would go from relationship to relationship, hoping that that relationship would get better, or you would try something new, and that new thing would be even better. But in actuality, I was constantly going from one thing to another because I was eating from something that was not fulfilling. This is what we do so many times in our lives as our Christian walk. We need to stop eating from things that don't fulfill us, but go after things that do help us and grow us to where we need to be in our own lives. This is something that we need to prepare, think about, and look at. Write it down. Look what we need to cut out our own lives. There are things that we need to change and where we eat from. Some of us eat from our past and still reap the benefits of it, the bondage of it. If we reap from our, if we sow from the, if we look back at the things that used to be instead of looking forward, we have to take the time to look at the table and say, you know what? I'm not going to eat from what it used to be. I'm going to eat from what it was. I need to stop eating the, the stale stuff that keeps us sick spiritually and start eating from the things that are helping us. 
my biggest problem in my life was that I didn't like my life. Didn't grow up the way I wanted to be, so I hated my life and I wanted it to be so much better. Imaginations can be great if you're planning out something, but if you're the type of person that uses your imagination as a place to escape, you're in a whole world of hurt. We've got to figure out in our own lives, what is it that we're eating from? What is it that we're taking in that keeps us where we are? I want to talk to you from a familiar passage of scripture out of Matthew chapter 15. We're going to just look at verses 25 through 28. And I just want to specify on certain things that she did. There is more to this whole topic. I would love to go over this whole sort of verse with you and break it down and talk about it. But this is where I want to talk to you about is that we're going to go into verse 25 and it reads this out of Matthew chapter 15. Matthew 15, starting at verse 25, and we're going to read through 28. But she came, knelt before him and said, Lord, help me. She prayed. He answered. It isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, even the dogs eat from the crumbs that fall on the master's table. Then Jesus replied to her, woman, your faith is great. Let it be done for you as you want it. And that moment her daughter was healed. When we read the whole text, we find that the woman came to him looking to get her daughter healed. There was a pain and anguish of her coming to him and him not answering. And then she prayed and he gave her an answer. He gave her a word, but it wasn't the answer that she was hearing. But yet, in the spirit, she received it. Can you imagine when we ask God something for help and then he responds, it's not right to take the children's bread and cast and throw it to the dogs. But because she was in prayer, she was able to answer back, saying, yet even the dogs eat from the crumbs that fall from the master's table. See, there was something about when we enter in prayer, we eat from the right table. See, in prayer, you start to develop a relationship where you want to eat from the person's table who is directing you. See, she knew that as long as she was before the master, she could eat from the master's table. See, they weren't Jews, so non-Jews were considered dogs. So it was a slang for a non-Jew was a dog in just simple terms. So it wasn't right for her to have the children's bread. But one thing I love about it is when you come to the Lord in prayer, what he's saying is you're not eating from the children's bread table, you're eating from mine. See, she knew that in prayer that she could eat from the master's table. See, a dog, even though she took the terminology and said, yeah, Lord, a dog, if I have a dog, he's probably going to eat from my table. Most people, if they have a dog, he sneaks and gets food that falls on the floor because he's eating from the master's table. And that is right there. The same thing that a dog and that principle, she took it when Jesus started, when Jesus terminology. So if you look at it, it's the table that you eat from decides where your answer comes from. We go to God about certain things in our lives and we're eating from the table. We ain't got no business and wonder why our prayers aren't being answered. And the same thing that has been tormenting us for the longest has still been afflicting us. See, because when we learn to eat from the right table, so I go to the Lord in prayer. See, the thing is, the first thing that we learned when we look at this scripture, I wanted to point out to you for that purpose is why I started from verse 25 was the fact is that it said, and she came knelt before him and said, Lord, help me. See, she went into prayer seeking the Lord's help. 
that allowed her to be able to answer him back in prayer. See, because the spirit will quicken with the answers that she needed. See, because it is in prayer that we learn to eat from the right table. But when we don't take the time to pray, we find ourselves not eating from the right table. See, the enemy loves when we don't pray because we're going to eat from any table except for the table that God has designed for us. See, because it wouldn't matter what answer came. It says, I'm eating from your table, and that's good enough for me. See, the thing about it is prayer gets us to eat from the Lord's table and nobody else's. See, there is a different story when you eat from your table. It's enough to fill you. See, when you go before the Lord, you eat what the Lord's proportion is for you, and you're able to function. See, because when she went into prayer and when he started talking to her the word, she was able to talk back the word to him. See, that's the thing about it is what prayer does. Prayer reconstructs your whole life and being able to talk to God. See, because in prayer, you're able to talk to him. In prayer, you're able to develop your relationship. See, because when he talks to you, you're able to talk back. See, this is what we kind of miss is that the fact of the matter is to eat from the Lord's table, we need to get into prayer. There was a time when we cut out all the circling and jiving and talking to everybody else and being in any and everybody's face. There was a time that you need prayer. You don't win the temptation because we're not in prayer. Eating from the Lord's table. I'm I'm struggling with this in my life. I need prayer. I need this. We go to we go to we call our friends up for prayer for everybody else, but you're struggling with something. We need to be calling our friends and saying, pray with me through this thing. Matter of fact, I'm tripping over it. I ain't getting off the phone with you. You're going to pray with me till this thing leaves me alone. That's what we should be doing. We should be so desperate to eat from his table that nothing else matters. If we went back and look at the rest of the story to get to his table, to, to kneel before him and talk to him, she suffered the affliction for someone else. Intercessory. But we can't eat from the Lord's table without prayer. We want to walk this walk, but without prayer. To be able to eat from the Lord's table means you need to get into prayer. The first step of doing anything right is prayer. We need to take the time and ask the Lord to help us through it all. I love it because our words weren't many. It was, Lord, help me. See, because we don't need to be so proud with so many words and just saying, Lord, help me. I'm afflicted. I'm broken. I can barely make ends meet. Lord, help me. He'll make the provision. It may not come how you want it. It may not be the answer that you're looking for, but he gives you an answer and he hears your prayer. See, prayer allows you to eat from his table and not yours. See, so many times we get caught up in eating from our own table, eating from the table from the children. But I love it when he said it's not meat to take the children's bread and catch from the dog. She didn't want the children's bread. She wanted his. See, the thing is, we go to prayer and we want we want what God, we want to talk to God, but we don't want what's on the table for us to eat. We want to eat the junk that's left on the table for everybody else. You want the kids' meal, and God's trying to give you a full meal. So you're empty and you're left hollow. You go, if I eat from the kids' table, I'm still going to be hungry. Because as a grown-up and the, and the stuff that you burn, you can't eat from the little kids' table. It's like giving you a happy meal, and you know that you've burned 3,000 calories a day, or four or 5,000 calories a day, and you're a working out person, and I give you a happy meal, you're not full. You're like, thank for the snack. With God, when we go to prayer, we're able to eat from his table. We're able to talk to him his word. One thing I love about it is the first thing she did, she kneeled down and said, Lord, help me. So when he started talking to her the word, she was able to answer back the word. In truth, see, prayer allows us to talk back to God his word. When there's no prayer life, there is no table to eat from. That's why we get upset is because we don't pray. So we get stuck in these situations. We don't pray. See, if we prayed about half the places that we went to, we wouldn't even be going to. Because you'd be like, I'm not feeding that into my spirit. 
We take the table of worry. We eat from the table of worry. We eat from the table of, of everything else, sin, everything else, because we don't eat from God's table because we don't pray. Imagine if we prayed about the places that we went to. You're going to this event. Well, what about if you prayed about it before you went? What would the Lord tell you? Would you be able to deal with that? These are the questions that we deal with every day. Prayer is one of the opponents that prayer is the one component in your life that you need to be able to eat from the Lord's table. See, the thing is, we've been asking the questions. We've been asking God so many times, Lord, I want to eat from your table. But if you're not praying, how are you going to eat from it? Because if you're not praying, how are you going to talk back God's words to him? See, because in prayer is where you build up your relationship. See, we want this relationship with the Lord, but we don't want to walk the walk and talk the talk. See, the thing is, you need to talk to him. It doesn't matter about the friction, the pain you're going through. What it matters is your relationship. It's you and how you pray about how you get through it. See, because in actuality, when the woman was torn to be walked away, for her to walk away and be tormented, sit back and say, you're not good enough to be with us. It's the prayer and the relationship that says it doesn't matter. I got a relationship with Jesus Christ and he's going to hear me. And I'm going to have a conversation with him. But because of prayer, her faith kicked in. See, because we found out when she started praying, she was able to talk back the Lord's word to him as she started standing on his word. See, without any prayer, there's no stance, there's no stamina, there's no nothing. The Holy Spirit doesn't intervene because you can't even pray. There are situations at times you might not want to pray, but all you can say is, Lord, help me. Talking to God is prayer. Honest communication with God. We stand in that place in our lives. Prayer. It's how we eat from the Lord's table. This is the thing that gets us through everything that we do. Don't be afraid not to pray. Seek the Lord for help. It doesn't matter how many words you say, but what matters is that you're going to him. And you're going to eat from his table, from the words that he says to you. Because they're your life that you need. You don't need the table of worry anymore. Build your relationship with Christ so you can eat from his table. Most of my struggling in my whole, everything that I've ever failed from, from doing, uh, fell in sin, fell doing things I shouldn't have been doing, is because I wasn't praying about the situation. I was just doing something and, for, and then finding out that I'm stuck in it. See, prayer is the one thing that changes so many things in our lives, and we need to hear it. Prayer, 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 prayer. You want to find out what table you're eating from? Pray. See the difference of how you act. Before you go out to work, pray. Ask the Lord to help you and guide you to do for the day. Maybe you might not run, find yourself sitting at the, at the water cooler today, gossiping. Maybe you might find yourself not gossiping with your coworkers and pulled away, doing your work and actually improving your stats at work. Hey, if we prayed a little more, we might find ourselves not at the concert, but we might find ourselves saving the money from the concert to save to go on a vacation. Maybe you might find yourself saying, hey, you know what? I've been spending my extra and didn't even realize it. Let me pray about things. And the Lord might tell you, hey, don't go nowhere this week. Stay home. Just reserve your money. And later on, you might find yourself going on a trip. You want to go on a trip? Pray about it. Maybe the Lord can show you that where you're wasting your money at. Prayer allows you to eat from the Lord's table. When I've had my best victories come through prayer. My losses come from eating from other tables other than God. Every time that I was doing fine with the Lord and when I stepped from beyond the boundaries that he set for me, I felt myself flying into the arrows. But when I start praying, I find myself eating and being protected under his word.
That's what prayer does. Prayer is the key to be able to eat from the Lord's table. Prayer is the key that allows you to talk to God in his word. There's no greater relationship than be able to talk to the Lord and he says something and she answered right back. There's nothing more than sit back and say, Lord, you promised this. You said it right here in your word. It's not your word true. Watch him open the doors because of the relationship. They may not open over time, over instantly, but they'll open. But prayer is the one thing that got us where we needed to be. When you were struggling the most, what was it that you did that got you out of where you was? Prayer. Pray. And these things in times, pray before you make any major decisions. Prayer. I don't care who, what you've done. Pray. Ask Jesus to help you. Just the simple words. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me. If you don't know anything else to do but say, just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me. And watch God do the rest. You can't break what's going on in your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me. I'm not understanding the words that you've been telling me, Jesus. Help me. The greatest gift is God's love to us. He gave Jesus Christ for us, for sin. He gave his spirit to live in us. The greatest rebounder of all time, the Holy Ghost. Picks you back up, gives you back life after you, you deserve death. But he gave you life instead. He gave you living waters. Prayer is the key to be able to eat from the right table. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be able to talk to you any time that we want. And all day if we want, we could walk around and talk to you all day, all night long. And you would be able to hear us, Lord. We can tell you about everything that happened throughout the day. We can say, Lord, you brought us through it. You took us home safely. You brought us everywhere. You may not even be doing everything that you're supposed to do, right? Is what we've been doing. But thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be here. Right now, I know you're not doing everything you're supposed to be doing. And you're learning. But right now, I'm asking you, take the time and pray. Start off the first of your day about prayer. Whatever you're afflicted with, pray about it. And not only you pray about it, find a good friend that you can talk to about it. If you're a young man and you're struggling with relationships in your life, find somebody you can pray about it with. Find a group of people that y'all can all talk about and have those areas in your life where you're not knowing about relationships. If you don't know anything good about relationships or you you grew up and you every every male and female, good female and male female relationships, if you don't know, find a good mentor to be around and talk about it. Find yourself in a good male group. Um, read some good books. If you're struggling with relationships and you're struggling with seeing it the right way, I would say every man's struggle would be an awesome book or every woman's struggle, every young man's struggle, every young woman's struggle. It's a good series to go with. Boundaries would be another series to look at if you're struggling with relationships and having boundaries in those relationships. I think those would be excellent books with you. Another book would be, I think it's by Adbert. It's another book is Who's Pushing Your Butt? Uh, uh, there's a, okay, there's a lot of books to read when you learn about relationships. And then another thing about yourself, to get yourself a break. Another book is It's Okay to Not Be Okay. It's a great book. I don't remember the author, but take the time and look it up. I found it on, 
on Amazon. On uh, there's it's a cop you can get it on Audible, or you can get it on Kindle, or you can get it on the Nook, and it's a great book to read. Um, wherever you're struggling at, start reading in the Bible, and then read some books about relationships. If you're struggling with talking, learning, read some books about learning. There's podcasters, teaching lesson series of all kind about anything. Pray about it, and then start learning about it. Learn about proper way to date. There's another book if you're interested in about learning how the proper way to date. There's a book called Dateable. It's designed for teenagers and people learning how to do it right. I would recommend that book to anybody because it will give you a new look at the way of how to properly go about dating, especially to any young man or even an older man who's been out of this dating who may be doing something or male and female. It makes you dateable. See, because we're not able to date or go meet somebody new because we're not dateable. And another one to read is Iron Sharp and Iron is another book to be great in relationships with people, to build up relationships with people that are sharpened, where you're able to be in a relationship with people, where you're building where you're building the relationship and helping and support and strengthening each other. Those are the things that we need to take the time to learn to do. Um, I challenge you as you, wherever those areas you're struggling at, if you're trying to build better relationships, I would recommend Iron, Iron, versus, Iron Sharp is Iron. Um, I think it's by June Hunt. Um, great book. It doesn't cost much. I think it's like a dollar ninety nine or two ninety nine. You can find it at most supermarkets. Um, I think it's a great book to read. She's a great Christian author, great woman of God. I think her that series would be great for anyone. Iron sharpens iron. Um, friendship and relationships. So I think that's awesome to read. A great book for anybody to build better relationships, especially looking at it out of John, David and Jonathan's life. Um, and the book of Samuel, King David and Saul's son, Jonathan, about relationships. Um, you know, uh, so like I said, remember, the first thing about growth anywhere in your life, if you want it to grow and you want to be able to eat from the right table, prayer. Uh, wherever you want to develop it, prayer is the key. Have a blessed day. Father, thank you for the people that checked in and listened to this podcast. Let them be blessed beyond blessed measures. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you once again for listening to Living the Life Life Lessons podcast. Um, I'm your host, David Akins, and I'm wishing you a very best. Remember, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, share it with someone. Please post it on your Facebook, post it on your Instagram, and share it. Let somebody else know it was a blessing to you and share it with other people. If you listen to this podcast, please share it. Link it onto your Facebook page and share it with others. Um, Contact us. Let us know if there's topics you want to hear. Um, you can find us at, face, at Facebook, Living the Life, Life Lessons.com. Um, you can also look Living the Life Lessons at Podsite IOO. Um, but most definitely, you can find this podcast posted on any of your links that you want, uh, wherever there is. You can find us on iHeartRadio, to Spotify, to Dizzler, anywhere podcasts are played. You can find us on Google. Um, Please subscribe and keep us in prayer. We'll be keeping you in prayer and everything is needed. Prayer, financial support is awesome as well. Have a blessed day. Our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord. That's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Licking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. 
Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah.